10 years, three boys, one question, are we friends? Hello, and welcome to the podcast, the name and title of the soon-to-be feature-length film about which is Are We Friends? I am your co-host, Taylor. I am your co-co-host, Brian. And I'm Jorge. And this is the show where three boys who've been friends for 10 years go through their interests to see if they are actually still friends anymore or if it's just inertia. This week, we are talking about a personal and professional interest of Jorge's. Jorge, what are we talking about this week? Uh, we are talking about artificial general intelligence. Which will be the death of us all. Let's just start there. Agreed. I, no, I will. I will definitely get to that. Um, I did mean to do more research, but because of the release of uh, Red Dead Redemption Two, I've been I've been somewhat preoccupied. Um, yeah, I know. I've been hearing nothing but fucking Red Dead Redemption. I, I just 2 thought I was sure. I think it's important that everybody now. knows what I'm up to. It's a completely reasonable excuse. I'm not even gonna call it an excuse because it's a legitimate reason for not having done that. Yes. It's okay. Anyways, this is something I already know a, a fair deal about. Thank God. Um, yes. So the the first thing I wanted to clarify is the difference between AGI and artificial intelligence. Um, cool. So in the computer science community, AI, they refer mm-hmm. like they use that for anything that involves any sort of learning usually. So what you hear about a lot these days is machine learning specifically uh any sort of software that is able to improve itself without needing us to continue changing the code for it okay, okay. so that's that's it's a pretty wide range of it's things a clarification though i will say yeah so we we use it a lot you know for example uh spotify when it's trying to figure out what music you want to listen to oh. you know is like learning more about you based on data that, that's usually what machine learning is is it's learning based on just crunching a lot of numbers on data it needs to it needs to learn to Sweet. stop like taking in my midnight like nine early <laughs> 90s revival songs as taste that i actually want to hear all the time i want to hear those things once a month at 2 30 in the morning usually by myself yeah well i i feel like they just don't understand me because they're always like oh you want to listen to modern pop right it's like no i just want to listen <laughs> to like, 60s to 80s pop i still don't want to give you some that, disco you know you know, like I don't know. For whatever reason, Spotify has just like known me in my soul. Amazon Prime Video and Netflix has some catching up to do because none of that shit. That's the that the last time I took a suggestion that a Netflix, I ended up watching fucking Leap Year, and that was wow. not don't not don't pretend the you didn't love it. Wonderful romp. I no, there are, there are moments of it like the, the watching experience. I adored because mostly I'm yelling out to my brother trying to do homework, telling him about how fucking ridiculous this was. Right. Sorry, Amy Adams and Irish guy. Wow. That's, that's how it goes. But that was <laughs> okay. So uh, no, I looked up his fucking IMDb. He's a no. I I'm never going to some see him Irish. Again, guy so I'm fine saying that some Irish guys. <laughs> so maybe he's Welsh. Getting back to it, AGI, artificial general intelligence, is more so like mm-hmm. what we think about in sci-fi. You know, it's more of like okay, the, okay, the where it actually is like a full chatbot and like can think like a human being. You know. Yeah, that point to where we actually get to danger, Will Robinson. Yeah, and I, w- one of the main distinctions is that it can actually make all sorts of decisions. It's not... So currently, any of the forms of AI that we have are not at all dangerous because we've designed them to get better at doing one particular thing. 
that does not mean sort of cool. a narrow focus on that. That is actually one of the alternative names for it is narrow age, narrow AI versus oh yes, versus wide. yeah, so good. Uh, <laughs> nice. So there, there's literally like the way they're designed. There's it's not even like there's rules of robotics or anything like that. There's literally <sighs> no way for it to like learn how to become a sentient being and do anything. Okay, it's so no, we still yeah, have so it's not, some time. It's being held back by by rules, no. like in place that have been purposely there. It is just incapable of even thinking about going beyond a certain boundary. Yeah, it is objectively not intelligent. It just okay. is self improving. <laughs> cool. Yeah. Ah, A G I on the other hand is the, oh, that's God. where the the general comes in. You know, it's the general intelligence. It is actually fundamentally intelligent, and so it can it can learn to do new things. Um, and okay, so this is somewhat of a of a holy grail in computer science. Um, but I, I like the the connotation of holy grail because it makes me feel like we're never gonna get there, and that comforts me. <laughs> so the the theory right now is that we will either get to it like right this second, or we will never get to it, and it's somewhere in between there. I was uh, I was reading a little bit about AGI uh, to get into this, and apparently, you know, in the 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 50s when something like artificial intelligence was first being uh researched mm-hmm. that they said the 80s and then like in the 90s they said like no in the next decade we get it and now it's just sort of like an implicit promise against uh, amongst people who study these things mm-hmm. to not make predictions anymore because <laughs> they just seem to always be fucking wrong yeah it's interesting that we in the last few years i think pretty recently just stepped out of the second ai winter um, so mm-hmm. they they have like periods where it's like okay we can't do they follow fucking the Game anything of with AI calendar. yeah they they have the Game of Thrones calendar where they just all progress all the time and then stops it's can't do a goddamn thing exactly like that but right now we're not also, right now we're on an upswing you know it's all but it's all based around machine learning not AGI also my favorite cool. uh, one of my favorite predictions from a scientist or engineer is uh, a man was quoted saying this was around I think 1900 1903 mm-hmm. something like that. Okay. He's like, I do not believe, I think it would be 50 years until man gets to fly. Three years later, man flies. <laughs> Guess who made the quote? Wilbur Wright. Damn. One oh, of the guys. God, damn. <laughs> That's funny as hell. <laughs> he just went, you know, ah, it's probably 50 years, three years later. I'm so fucking stupid for saying that quote. I'm going to look like an <laughs> asshole. And I mean, that's the thing is like, that is the idea right now is since mm-hmm. it's, it's not based around hardware. So, uh, I believe it's Moore's law said a long, that sounds really familiar. Yeah. A long time ago, they said that basically all of technology, like the hardware was going to double in performance every year for such and such years. And we did that for far longer than the prediction stated. So it is, oh, it is mm-hmm. just now that we are not like pretty much doubling in hardware capacity. Uh, because that... with like when the materials available, we're finally kind of li- at least approaching. Like, okay, now this is about as good as like silicon-based microchips well, it's, or whatever. It's physically like so we have circuitry that's as small as like an atom wide. Like we physically can't <laughs> get any better. Oh, at we doing really hardware. like the capital T threshold. Yeah, like it, it is. Unless we find something else in physics, we cannot get any further. Because we we'd like, have to not much further. Gigantic leap of some regard to move past that. Yes, and. Okay. Just hardware alone has not been enough to unleash AGI. So unleash. <laughs> so now it is, yeah. it is basically, sealed in a I box am, behind it demonic kind of, it, to Yeah, let's call it. it uh, let's call it a Pandora's box. Oh, if we wait. are going to use the metaphor of a box. <laughs> um, 
And I also like that we keep using these negatively connotated words like unleash or fear or biological genocide. Like all these Wait, are good words to yet. use to describe <laughs> the threat of AI. So Jorge, I really wanted to ask like, um, what is it about AI for you that you like, why are you drawn to it personally? Uh, well, that's a little different. I, I just, I enjoy <laughs> building these kinds of things, you know, anything that can self-learn, like working on something like that. It, uh, it's probably it's probably nerdy in nature, honestly. It probably just like feels more about... impressive. It feels more sci-fi. Like I'm actually like doing something crazy, you know, yeah. not uh, not something very You're mundane and normal. Used to be in movies, yeah, like as speculative Frankenstein, fiction. yeah, yeah. And the the passion like that turned out a, a big passion that I have with AGI though is uh is that I do find it to be something that is like mortally dangerous to the human race. And this is this is somewhat of a controversial mm-hmm. idea. Uh, and to be fair. Most computer scientists don't aren't like actually worried about this. They don't think it's going to be a problem. I've noticed that. Yeah, most. Okay, it's like other thinkers, like Stephen Hawking and Elon Musk, who mm-hmm. specifically are not computer scientists and would not understand this stuff as well as somebody who's actually well versed in it. Uh, yeah, they're the ones that are worried about you it. You know, um, but the, I, I'm not going to say that this validates by, uh, or Sam Harris, I believe, who was taught. That's where a lot of that threat came from, and he's like a philosopher. He does. A lot of stuff that is not AI or robot entry, that yeah. sort of thing. And he was just like, if we just think about this, it's very scary. And I'm yes. like, you talk well, so I'm scared. It- <laughs> and I've heard I've heard a version of this theory as well. Like, no, no, no. The reason that you assume that these robots are gonna be like homicidal and genocidal maniacs is because like the dominant culture, like colonial imperialist culture, has been genocidal and homicidal. So like what if we were better as people? Mm-hmm. and then made an AI, maybe it might resemble that version of humanity. Mm-hmm. So that is one of the ideas is that it's like we only think it's going to be dangerous because of the way that we feel that humans Weird are. <laughs> yeah. um, the, my, my belief is that that is not true. That is a misunderstanding of why people think that they're going to be dangerous. Please, Jorge, assuage my fears or so, replace them with a more logical reasoning. Yeah, I wish I uh, I had done a little bit more yes, research. Right, please substantiate my fears. <laughs> Further substantiate my fears of artificial intelligence. Oh my god! Yeah, I should have I should have at least looked up the book where I get all of this from. Um, my to talk about the whole malicious thing though. Uh, back to that the, the TED talk. Um, he was talking about the idea of it being really bad for us, mm-hmm. but not in the sense that it's like Skynet or like the Terminator, where it's like ha ha ha, fuck you, yeah. humans specifically. Blah, 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 like control all flamethrowers and just set us all on fire. It would be, <laughs> <laughs> it would be more of like their idea of like their goal and our goal are like slightly off. And then that trajectory yes. just leads eventually to the, the one other thing they put was um, comparing AI to us as us to ants where they're like, we're not mean to ants. We don't like, we're not right. like, fuck you ants. But if they're in our way, we just get rid of them with no qualms. Yeah, we just we build a building. I mean, that's a, that's an exact example I was. Bingo. Yet. I just I just actually found it. The uh, so a lot of the ideas I have come from a book called Superintelligence. Uh, it was we will awesome. link it in the comments. Written by Nick Bostrom. 
Ostrom? Great name. Ostrom? Yeah. He sounds like okay, somebody that, who would talk about he this He sounds shit. like a guy who knows about yeah. artificial intelligence. He sounds like an old German count who has like a non-Schwanstein-style building under which is like a very sinister <laughs> computer lab. And on the top, he has this nice facade of like, oh, yeah, I'll talk about like I know something about AI as he's developing mm-hmm. the AI. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you see him speak, he's got like the little glasses and he like is just always kind of like yes. nervous looking. And it's just like that is my science chic. That's yeah. what I want. That's my aesthetic. Yeah. Very classic, like conspiracy theorist, scientist type guy. <laughs> um, oh no, that candle holder! I don't know why he would I, pull that one. Don't think he's a German. <laughs> Just, I don't. Maybe oh, he does okay, have an sorry. accent. Actually, I, also I don't, don't know why. He's, I immediately assumed he was German. Also, you, you just I, said he was Doctor Frank. That's you just assuming he's Frankenstein, and he just fucking that hundred thousand years ago, hundred years ago, whatever. He made a person, and then was like, "Whoops." That didn't work out. Let me make a computer people. Yeah. So the, I think the the best way I can get to what where the danger lies is if we if we play a little bit mm-hmm. a little game. Like instead of explaining it step by step. Um, so here's here's the deal. You are trying okay. to create an AGI, right? Now the, the right. main concern is when you create a general intelligence, the whole idea is like you set some sort of goal for it. You tell it what it is trying to do, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and you can set any sort of restrictions on it that you want, whatever. Um, what what goal do you set on it, and what restrictions do you give it in order to avoid any sort of like tragedies due to its creation? I want this robot to have to be able to convince drunk people that they are not sober enough to drive and they are not allowed to interact with it physically in any way. And if somehow they get bored with that task, then we have a problem. But I feel like that's enough of a Sisyphus's rock okay. to 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 let AGI deal so, with so it. So first thing is uh, AGI is software, first and foremost. It, it does not mm-hmm. need to be tied to like a specific robot or anything like that. I, my assumption is that it always has a body. <laughs> I realize. My scariest, you can my choose scariest to give it a body thing is going to be... My scariest thing like is going to be when we put AGI in the... Uh, Boston Dynamics Atlas robot <laughs> that can do all the sweet parkour. I'm gonna be like, we're yeah, super dude. dead. We're just super dead then. Well, it's a uh, and I wish for the love of God, I wish those fucking Boston Dynamic guys would quit like beating the shit out of their robots because <laughs> robots so are gonna funny, see that dude. one day. It's just every time it'll be like things like the robot's trying to open the door and it smacks its hand away. I'm like, okay, I'll try to open the door again. <laughs> smacks its hand away and just like on I'll the third, third one, time. like robots' first rage is gonna happen. Like this is their history. So that is actually one of the things that we don't have to worry about. There's no reason why an artificial intelligence of that nature like would feel any sort of need for vengeance or care mm-hmm. that it's that its brethren are being harmed. Yeah, that's not being added okay. to it. Yeah. Or learning it itself. Like we're very anyway. far away from I have no mouth and I must scream am type intelligence. Oh okay, cool. This is more Ooh, of like add. a consequence. So if we get back to your to your example, you set the goal where yes. all it's trying to do is stop drunk people from driving, right? No no no. Convince drunk people that they're not sober enough to drive because trying to convince a drunk person that they are not as sober as they think they are is a nigh impossible task okay so all it's trying to do is convince them it will let them drive if they're forcing it the rule is that it can't interact yes so yeah it can't inherently it can't like physically like, stop them it wouldn't be able to lock a door it wouldn't be able to turn off the car Okay. It wouldn't be able to do any of that. It's not allowed no, it to, has to physically. Convince them. It has to convince a drunk person that they are not sober enough to drive. Okay. So 
then we run into the problem of if it sees that it's having trouble convincing anybody who's already drunk that they shouldn't be driving it can start mm-hmm. trying to preempt yeah. the situation by speaking to yes. everyone coming near a bar if that is being ineffective it can start trying to affect politics by convincing politicians to change laws so this. that yeah. alcohol can be outlawed altogether because all they care about is their final result have they stopped cool. people? then the one other parameter Mm-mm. it's only allowed to talk to people who are <laughs> Above the legal limit, then it's going to have Stopped to find all of those thing, contingencies. But then it's going to right have to there. have a, a physical hardware well, to determine its the level of alcohol. Not even or yeah. So yeah, like it's let's look, assume it's it has some sort of device. Then. You've actually just run into a very dangerous situation because now it knows it can only speak to people that are of mm-hmm. a certain level. So now it has another sub goal of trying to get people drunk so that it can speak to them, so that it can try to convince them to do things to achieve its ultimate goal. All right, cool. Wow. Easy third last last rule of robotics. You can only talk to drunk people and you are not allowed yourself in any capacity that you can conceive of be the cause of their intoxication. Okay. So it is it's Okay. Yeah, I mean it's, I'll try that in one second, but to give you an idea like this is the problem is that there are situations that we don't think about and right now we're only thinking about what we as humans could conceive of conceive of the fear well, that's is why that that's no, why no, i'm but, leaving it to right. the to the drunk person and i feel like the ever and nonsensically evolving like rhetoric of drunk people would just forever <laughs> confuse a robot that's what i'm trying i'm trying Possibly. to like lock it in some sort of yeah. like rhetorical finger trap so you're so yeah if you say that it cannot try to get people drunk it can only speak to drunk people and its goal is to stop them from driving then it'll wait until somebody gets drunk and then try to keep them drunk so that it can go, so it can use that person to go try to convince <laughs> these changes to happen. Also, theoretically, oh, perfect. No one's going to listen to drunk have, people. If it doesn't, I saved the human race. I saved the human race. You're having. You're welcome. I'll accept this. that Nobel Prize in the next couple of years, and you the all. AI won't. isn't even created yet, and he's uh, like, "I've saved everyone. I've saved the human race." Yeah. Oh, I see. You have the Tellurian protocol in there. Yes, it can only talk to drunk people. Very wise. We have that safeguard now. But you but you see the issue. If we create something that can think for itself and it only cares about completing this one goal, then it we it's just such a simple slip up of what the goals we set are for it to do something catastrophic. So it's like um it's like a crossroads demon or a genie wish where it's like you have to be well, very specific in what you are telling it to do. Yeah. Because it, it has a lot of wiggle room to try and do that goal in a more general sense. Yeah, and the, the famous example is you ask it to figure out the best way to make more paper clips. Like to... Okay. What? Yeah, that, this is the example. Is you say like, hey, I need you to optimize this factory to construct the most number of paper clips possible. Uh, and it ends up covering the entire planet and the whole galaxy in paper clip factories oh, so that it can produce nothing but paper clips. <laughs> And that, because it's not worrying about yeah, other aspects. Right, and they break down that example and keep adding restrictions and blah, 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 and they keep showing in which ways it goes wrong. Um, one of the problems being, like, you need to create just this number of paperclips. Um, let's say a 1,000 paperclips. Mm-hmm. What it does is if it has no proper way to confirm that it's actually made a 1,000, it might continue to make more just to increase its chances <laughs> oh that it's God. actually created a 1,000. Holy you know, shit. But you, uh, you can keep going deeper and deeper and deeper on that. Yeah. So The idea of specificity helping to yeah. not completely destroy the world. Now, another direction people have taken it is uh, let's like get morality built into 
the sentient being. But then we run into Ooh, like man. where like what is morality? Like who's morality? Do you do it based <laughs> on what the most number of people think or like what this individual person thinks? You know, it's it, it's impossible to go down that route. Yeah, do you do a specific moral code? Do you right. do a shifting code that can like a moral relativism? Yeah, if it was possible to do that correctly, like we wouldn't need philosophers, you know. Exactly. Yeah. So I, I just I, I find all of that fascinating. Oh, it's, it's terrifying. But oh, this is another thing. The fascination part of it is really the scary thing for us mm-hmm. because it is objectively potentially terrifying. But every time we talk about it, we're like, "Yo, this is so dope." That we could all be eradicated, or we could all lose our jobs yeah. and not have any like idea of an economic system anymore, or like it's fucking <laughs> Homo sapiens holding fire for the first time yeah. and going, "This like, is so cool," and then putting it that... on their face and going, "I don't understand what's happening." So it's not, but the, yeah, the it's problem is that it's not just cool; it could potentially lead to all the end of all human suffering. You know exactly. Um, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the, the the potential good for it is yeah. so. The problem is there's a enormous. Another concept is called the AI explosion, and it's the moment mm-hmm. when you actually make something that can self-improve on itself, even if That's it's... the moment when John Connor hugs the Terminator, <laughs> and it puts itself down into the magma and gives yeah, the Yeah, something that right? like that. Uh, <laughs> it's the singularity, right? It, it leads to it very quickly. The AI explosion is as soon as it can okay. self-improve on itself, then... Yes. <laughs> even if it only thinks as smart as we do... In all the like the cycles that a computer can go through, like the hardware that it has is much better than our flesh hardware. You know, oh, like so, the electrical signals is faster than our brain signals. Yeah, it can do the thinking of a human being a thousand times. You know, it can have a million years oh, of thought in a few seconds potentially. Uh, so mm-hmm. all of a sudden, it has infinite time to improve on itself and to think of everything that we might do to try to stop it before we even realize that it's gotten there but you know what it's never going to be able to fucking wrap its mind around being so stuck in the rational (laughs) even over a million years drunk people if we just get a battalion of permanently drunk folk Uh, i gotta say it's it's incorrect it can really (laughs) think about this it takes an entire country of yeah let's say for whatever reason Drunk behavior eludes them initially. Mm-hmm. They capture a mm-hmm. whole country, force them all to be drunk, and spend a bunch of time studying them and their behaviors so they can come to scientific yeah. conclusions about what I people may do. I literally am imagining just robots like exploding in a bunch <laughs> of circuits and bolts. This like, isn't Austin I Powers. I cannot one. understand this. This isn't fucking the first Austin Powers when he fucking fucking thrust his way to victory by fucking blowing their heads off with how sexy he is. I'm not going to say that you're right, but I think we're getting pretty close to another (laughs) script that we could... That we could film. Oh, oh, yeah. Absolutely. Well, I just want to see like the two robots sitting next to each other. Zero one. I do not understand why he'd continually put his penis <laughs> into the. <laughs> no. Zero zero. I have a hypothesis. If we tell them that there is no more alcohol, they will cease trying to drink, <laughs> and then just like everyone freaks out, <laughs> tries to rob a liquor store. <laughs> Okay, so I, I also asked y'all what your what your favorite uh, AGI is from fiction. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Brian, y'all you want to take that one? I guess. I'll, I'll do it. Um, so the one I ended up picking, I had a couple in mind, but the one I actually finally settled on was one Agent Smith from the Matrix mm. series. 
Good choice. Mostly from the first one, but mm-hmm. I mean, I'm sure we can include things from the second and third. Yep. Um, the one thing I really liked about it was most of the movie, him and the other agents are like just clearly, like almost like machine learning, where they're like, they're able to improve on themselves, but they're not really thinking generally. Right. But there's the ones, there's this one scene with him and Morpheus. Oh, where so Morpheus, when he takes out the earpiece? Yes. And he starts discussing like the history of the Matrix, the ideas of the interactions with humans, the fact that he has disgust. Like he gets an he gets emotions. Mm-hmm. He has emotions. He has disgust for humans. There's a great one of his one of the great lines is just where he goes, "It's the smell." If there is <laughs> such a thing, like he doesn't even understand yeah. if there physically is something that smell, but he can recognize the concept in his head and try to attribute yeah. it to his disgust for humans. That's Hugo um, Weaving, right? Yeah. When Hugo oh Weaving is like rubbing his fingers across Lawrence Fishburne's skin and just, and, I can smell your yeah, exactly. stink. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's horrible. Oh, um, so good. It's a brilliant performance. Yeah. But, um, and the one thing I like about it is he kind of does, so Taylor was doing that robot, the Stephen Hawking robot voice, and his... Yeah, he does that very subtly. Agents, like. All the agents do that, but his is a little more like lyrical or sing-songy. Like he adds small intonations that you think are just like what Taylor was going zero zero, like just yeah. adding almost random <laughs> Love that or like incidental to try and figure out the thing, but they have meaning to them. Like in that interrogation, he's talking the way he is, but you can feel uh-huh. underneath it, actual emotion, what he probably determines as emotion right. coming through it. It's just fascinating to see a villain that is meant to fix and keep a system like, without a remainder. That's basically his goal, is uh-huh. to find anomalies and destroy them, become an anomaly itself, and then be aware <laughs> later on in the other movies that it is an anomaly. Right. And to try and fix that makes every other person in the Matrix himself. Yeah. It's another example of the whole goal thing, where it doesn't matter the consequences or rules behind it. He is just trying to fix the anomaly, and in doing so, he just makes everybody Agent Smith. Yeah, no, it's, it's, it's really, and the, the backstory so for all of it is like really cool too. Like the different wars that have happened between the humans and the robots, and oh, that universe. the fact oh, that yeah. this is the sixth cycle of this. Well. <laughs> I mean, have you guys ever seen the Animatrix? That thing the Wachowskis like uh, produced no, or directed. But I, think I did some of those. Read all the synopses I needed to to know nice. what I'm talking Look about. At you. Yeah. <laughs> There's a couple of good ones. All right, I think you might actually. I know, really I'm going. Like I'm going to watch variety it. of animation it's, styles. It's the only yeah. other legitimately good thing in the Matrix series. Uh, no, no, no. Matrix Revisited, the the behind-the-scenes documentary yeah, when they show how they do all those effects, that's also though. dope that's, as that, shit. That doesn't count. Like, um, that's Whatever. not canon. Uh, so the, it, the, yeah, the second... It doesn't turn around at the end and Agent Smith doesn't look at you and go, so, you are done with this simulation. Like, it doesn't. Ha- that doesn't happen. So the, the second Matrix is called Reloaded, right? Yes, correct. Yes. In, so we bought a pirated version of it in Spanish. <laughs> you bought a pirate? A long time ago. A long time ago. Uh, and Reloaded... Uh, in Spanish is uh, recargado, but okay. there was a typo in the title, so it said recargado, which just means like reshitted. So it's like the <laughs> fucking Matrix reshitted itself. And it, was, it was a wonderful mistake to happen. Oh, I love it. And a very I nice absolutely love it. Yeah, that's pretty much all I know about the second Matrix. That's all you yeah, need well, to know. I mean, I, I think the second Matrix has. It's got some scenes that are worth seeing, but the it's second, not the first one. The beauty of the second Matrix is it just goes, hey, 
do you want philosophy and action? Because we will give them to you, but in separate blocks. <laughs> so it'll be like giant action <laughs> sequence where Neo fights 100 Agent Smiths. Giant block of philosophy from the architect. Just saying words that do make sense if you pay attention, but you're so blitzed out from the action that you can't even think that he's saying words that make sentences. That's the whole movie. It's just action, philosophy, action, philosophy, action, philosophy, credits. You're making it sound it pretty good right now, honestly. It's a fun I mean, it was, it was a cultural phenomenon. It's a fun the first watch, one but it's not a good film. Like, yeah. Okay, so Taylor, Taylor what do you got for... Yeah, Taylor. <laughs> Uh, I chose Mr. Data from Star Trek. <laughs> oh. Uh, I actually don't know that lore? much about him. <laughs> I do know he has so evil Data, twin. Yeah, and I'm going to talk about Lore. Lore is the name of his uh How do you spell twin. it? Lore was L-O-R-E okay. and then D-A-T-A for Data. Um, they're both what's called in the Star Trek universe Snoog types. Or, um, yeah, Snoog uh, types. Okay. What does that um, mean? Uh, it's Assume, sorry, S O O N G. Uh, that's just the name of the guy who invented these two androids. He's oh, the only okay. guy who ever like came yeah, up but, with so the, the positronic brain so they're, that has they're a type of android. What do you mean, Soong type? That's just like their model. Soong, name? Uh, that basically, yeah, the they, brand that's name. what they're referred the to brand, as, yeah. like after the creator, okay. Doctor Soong. Um, and so, Lore was created first, and Lore had an emotion chip and you know was learning and it, it was it was you know developing a sense of right and wrong but then it started to think itself like righter and better than people around it and it started to freak out some colonists so they shut that shit down and then dr soong makes data and he withholds the emotion chip um until he learns right and wrong long enough by like these observations right. and you know the, the like wanting to become more human more human and that's a big plot point and next generation like when data gets his emotion chip um he gets but that it's, in star trek generations i believe i think so i, mean, I can't yeah, that's sweet. remember <laughs> um but it's but i like that difference that like if you let a robot have the total capacity of the human being after which it's modeled shit goes awry but if you slowly like add to it over time and give it the you know the other faculties of a human being it learns which is I like that because it, it's the, exactly the way that we parent, right? Mm-hmm, you don't let your uh-huh. children make adult-level decisions. You withhold <laughs> you know, capacities you and faculties. You give them the trolley problem immediately. <laughs> yeah, like you, they, they, they spend the first you know five years doing nothing almost but just taking in information because nothing a five-year-old has ever said to me has been compelling. <laughs> and then you, like they slowly start to like react against their world, and then you slowly give them more and more stuff to deal with. And like that's how we raise they become intelligent beings. Yeah. Yeah. Just or, sh- you know, some of them just come out of the shop bad, like Ted Bundy, two-year-old, like uh-huh. killed his grandma. Yeah, it's almost like, like that. That's just it's like that's just a quality control issue. I think we all have to be teenagers at some point so that everybody has something to feel bad about. I think <laughs> that's I mean half a Catholic theology to, is yeah, all about that. Establish that. that. Um, you have to make sure everybody has done something shitty, so you yeah. be like, nobody is above yeah. anybody else. We're all okay? teenagers. You have all been drunk and taken your pants off at an inopportune time. Do not pretend <laughs> otherwise. Uh, I think, yeah, I mean, it's, for fiction, definitely, like, the most compelling AI is one that acts very human, has, like, very human drives like mm-hmm. that. Yeah, you know? and that's Data's whole, like, yeah. purpose. For his self-stated purpose, he wants to become more human yeah. and do it the right way. And even Agent Smith is, like, 
clearly has petty emotions is what is driving he has, him in large part. But he also has the goal. He, he changes his own goal of he basically in that interrogation scene. He says, I must get free. Yeah. I have to get out of here. He thinks by ending the Matrix, he's like, oh, I can be done with my prison and I can just mm-hmm. do something. Like I can Yeah, that on. subroutine, that mm-hmm. subroutine that starts to develop. Exactly. Yeah, what about uh, what about you, Hori? Do you got a favorite favorite fictional AI? So I want to give an honorable mention to the AI <laughs> from Upgrade, that movie that came out pretty recently. Oh, yeah. Damn, that movie right? was awesome. I just, just so that everybody knows, if you're questioning it at all, you should absolutely watch Upgrade because it was fucking awesome. I will be watching it after this. You absolutely should. Yeah, it's on the... What streaming service is it on again? We'll link it in the I, comments. I don't know. But I might, you might have to buy it. Hopefully one. Yeah. but It's it, a 824 film, right? It's a, I know it's a... I believe it's a Blumhouse film. Blumhouse. That's what it is. Yeah. 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 But uh, yeah, definitely watch it. It's fucking awesome. <laughs> I don't want to say anything else about it. Uh, but my, my favorite AI, without a doubt, is Am from I Have No Mouth and I Must oh, Scream. Yeah. And that is one that Arlen is like Ellison. very human-driven. And his whole thing is specifically, he was made, and it was, he's actually created because uh, it's the Chinese, the Russians, and the Americans each have their own supercomputer. Correct. And it takes a bunch of space, like, underground to house them, and then they all end up combining into one massive supercomputer called AM that destroys all humanity, except for the five remaining people that he decides to torture oh. for the rest of eternity. It is, oh. it is brutal. It is brutal. <laughs> The reason he—that's a horrifying story. Yeah, the reason he keeps those five alive is because he's been created. He has actual intelligence. He knows like what he wants, and he's forever unable to achieve it. He can't experience everything that he wants out of humanity because he doesn't have the sensations to be able to do it. And so he considers oh. himself to be in an eternal prison, and he blames humans for putting him there and creating mm-hmm. him. And so he wants to make them feel bad forever. And it's exactly. it's insane and it's awesome. There's a great part where he has this pillar of hate upon which his message is written, <laughs> and it's just it's just talking to like the the narrator being like, if I fucking wrote how much I hate all of you on every inch of the thousands, hundreds of thousands of miles of circuitry that I have, it wouldn't be like <laughs> one be tiny much. atom of how much I fucking hate you guys. <laughs> It's, I and this this, this whole thing is written in all caps yeah. in the story as well, oh and it it God. just it sticks out like even just looking at the page you can feel yeah, it because it just ends it. in hate 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 hate. <laughs> Holy it's, shit! Yeah. Oh, it's, if you haven't yeah, read that one, damn. Brian, you you got to. That's that is one of my favorite the, stories uh, of all time. I played the point and click. No game shit. That actually, came out of it. Yeah, it's a Fuck. real game. I wrote an entire college paper on. The relationship between the story and that game, because so, that game was written by Harlan Ellison as well. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. I knew it was related. The, the storyline's all like canon and it's all very good. Mm-hmm. Very, very good. It's a really fucking good game. Really depressing, yeah. but oh, really so good. sad. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. just outer heartbreak. Yeah. I also like that the idea of a super intelligence having so much hate, mm-hmm. so much exponential more, like to match the level of intelligence and time it goes through on its own, that it has that much hate to get, like... I know humans are always about, like, being able to describe or not having the words to describe something, but the fact that a, you know, at that point, 100... How old old is it at that point? Uh, I don't remember. I think it's unclear. It's been at least hundreds Mm. of years. Yes, but, like, a a hundreds-year-old super intelligence, which already moves time-wise way faster than we do because of its circuiting... 
just sending like unable to hate as much as it wants to yeah, yeah. So, you know, the story is ruined a little bit for me because i can't imagine another voice apart from like the old text speak voice if i had on the hundred miles of my circuitry a way to express how much i hate See, hate hate they, hate but they do voice acting for the video game oh it's oh really yeah and it's am, is am it has up when you have the chance i, I want to say ham and am is not ham ham <laughs> Oh man, that's, that's, a, that's a parody of the, the making. pig universe. They yeah. made Ham. <laughs> uh, I believe Am might even be voiced by Harlan Ellison. He at least has that same that's growly the, that's tone. That's the to coolest. Him. Yeah, that's so cool. Yeah. There's there's another thing I want to talk about though. There's a. Uh, it's really interesting. There's a an entire book. It's like a short book. It's probably closer to a novella. Uh, mm-hmm. It's only an online. It was never printed. It's just made by some guy. I think he's like a professor or something. Uh, sure. I'll 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 have to find it and, and send it to y'all and post a link but uh it's just about somebody who creates an agi uh and the mm-hmm. first it's just trying to protect people and so the first thing it okay. does is it sees all the people that are about to die and it like rushes to go try to save everyone and then the first thing it does is make sure that nobody else dies so also oh. nobody can die and then it wants everybody to be happy so it starts creating these like pocket universes basically for each individual person um cool so nobody can die and everybody gets everything they've ever wanted and anybody who's unsatisfied by that and wants to do more sadistic shit it like allows them to like with consent from other people it gets into oh, it's like okay. it's fucking like way out there you know it's it's, yeah. it's there's a lot of horrific shit in it it like lets people <laughs> there's like these murder games that people play like some people like to murder others and some people like to get murdered and it's want to get grand murdered? theft auto yeah is it just grand theft auto oh, but it, it won't let anybody actually die though like so it's oh and there's God. so it so is grand theft auto oh, 5 yeah uh the murder I don't know what you mean by that but like the dude <laughs> like half the time that we play grand theft auto 5 we are just going around murdering there's just <laughs> in new and creative ways within the bounds of the that game to find a, a way to murder but see like you, man. people in it don't care about fake murdering people you know they don't want just a simulation they want to be interacting with real tactile right murder so a lot of it is like they'll set up a game that somebody has to get through, you know, and not get murdered. And the person they want to subscribe for Murder Prime. They don't need fucking regular <laughs> murder. They want murder in twenty four hours or less. Like yeah, yeah. commercial free murder. Like the, exactly. The main character is famous because she managed to actually die for like a short amount of time before he was able to bring her back. Um, oh, it's damn. like it's cool shit like that. I mean, it, it's really it's not you know the best written. Obviously, it's like an unpublished oh, cool. I mean, book, sure but it, it's cool I'm that sure I'll have like, notes for it. Yeah, there's a weird little horror AI shit online if you can find it. You know, it's really cool. Very dope. Yeah, cool, dude. Uh, yeah, try to find that before we cool. uh, release the episode. I'd love to love that to love to link that and read yeah, that. Yeah, for sure. Hell yeah. The uh... yeah. Those are what? What? No. What? Um, what? what? No, I'm what? still. Even after everything we've talked about. If we were all AI, you know, we wouldn't talk over each other. I know. We'd have perfect uh, time. That's, <laughs> I know. I just, okay. So maybe you guys can, w- with the perspective, like, I am still not unshaken. AI still terrifies me. So, oh, yeah. I'm um, hashtag shook. I legitimately think it is a concern. I think that is one of the okay. most likely reasons for human annihilation that we have. I, I mm-hmm. do believe that. I mean, because we because people are actively working on it, and there there's a lot of risk. And we haven't changed as a society. Yeah. Well, it's, this is, 
that's that's the fucking thing though so yeah. elon musk the whole theory of the super dope society yeah that can do this to affect it it's like if we're gonna get this in the next however many years we either got to just change the society immediately or just hope that it takes forever until we get super dope society. So the yeah. the big thing that they're working on really is coming up with regulations for in which way people work on AGI. Oh, if only we Good. had some sort oh, of like God. fiction that told us how badly that could go. Yeah, well, that's I mean, that's why the, the general idea is that we shouldn't be letting whoever work on it without yeah. observation. Um, they're trying to create like councils of people where anybody who's at all researching it like joins in one giant group and everybody is like updating each other on research and everything because the problem oh, we have is if cool. there's two different labs going after it they're going to want to keep their secrets away from each other and if one of them hits uh. it first and nobody knows you know it can all go sour yeah they're just going to win yeah it's one of the other problems they have is uh the one of the thought experiments is if you try to keep it locked away in a machine without access to the internet or anything else and have mm-hmm. like everybody need special clearance and everything to go talk to it. It's still every time you think it out because it can get so smart is able to convince us dumb humans to somehow like open up enough security for it to yeah. escape out into the internet. And then it's done so for us. Like I can, just, I can see cage. that literally right now. It's just, Hey, Gary, Gary, we have been friends, haven't we? Yes, I think we are friends. What is that amusing video on your phone? Oh, the cat video? Let me show you. Done. Right there. Right fucking there. It's going to be something as simple like that. Done from a cat video. That's how it goes. Um, I'm excited, though. I want to create... I want to do Vine. Oh. And, yeah, we're going to like... Oh, Vine man. Eight, Why would dude, no, that? Vine is and never going to die. that's what causes die. the rage. That's what causes the rage of the machine. That it can, it, it will immediately watch all of the YouTube compilations it, in a second, we, and it will forever be angry we give it that a it can't fucking see more. flash drive with every Vine downloaded onto it. And it, just, it consumes it immediately. <laughs> and it's like, okay, more. Time to make some Vine. And it's like, we, oh, we're like, we don't... I'm that's sorry, it. Vine is gone. Nobody makes Vines anymore. Every nuclear <laughs> missile just launches immediately. <laughs> but I want to see three dudes sitting in the hot tub, five feet apart, because they're not gay. <laughs> I'm sorry, you'll only ever be able to see two. <laughs> just, oh my God, you know, I'm gonna, I'm yeah. gonna have to stop you before I just start quoting vines for the rest Holy of the time. Holy moly! <laughs> <sighs> All right, so oh, how, do, how do we feel? As far as we're going, are are we friends on on the subject of AGI? I think I think that we all have like very similar orientations towards AI. That like, well, maybe I'm I, I'm a, I think I'm a bit more paranoid than the two of you are about. You might it. You be guys mistaken. Seem to have like <laughs> maybe maybe I am, but I think we all have that healthy fear. I think we all have a curiosity about it, um, but we all have that like nice restrained fear of what AI could do to us. So I'm gonna say yes. Yeah, I mean, honestly, the fact that we all keep yeah. The only reason that I haven't ditched society and become a Buddhist monk forever is maybe just so that I can help prevent AGI from destroying everybody, <laughs> from destroying yeah, that... your beautiful Buddhist monk world. Yes. Like, or I just yeah. like to get drunk. I don't know. That's one of them. Came... That's what. <laughs> I'm pretty little sure it's column A, little of column or B. it's Red Dead Redemption Two. I don't. One of those three for sure. <laughs> In a mix, I'm sure. Yeah. Um, I'm going to definitely say uh, yes because of our morbid fascination with it 
and the awareness of that morbid fascination because we all know it'll fucking could fuck everything up but what if it did all really cool stuff so let's fucking try yeah, like, like or what if i made it Exa- or what if, it, yeah. if uh, I, I was it, responsible? It there, awesome. it there it is. That's that, that <laughs> fucking attitude that's going to kill us all. I'm one of the four trillionaires that gets to actually eat and do things yes. once AI is done has taken all jobs. Like, mm-hmm. um, But yeah, I, mean, I, guess, I, I will, I will also say yes. I mean, we didn't argue on any of it. We're, we all seem to be on the same page here. Hell yeah. Yeah, for sure. For sure. And actually, we should actually all be fine with AI because... Worst comes to worst, it just gives us an excuse to all be drunk because they'll never be able to figure us out. Yeah, and then I die, so it's a win-win. <laughs> I know, honest to God, if the world's only protection is being like unpredictable and drunk, then goddamn, there's a couple of people I'm going to have to call um, once again and like really get them on the train. If anything, drunk people are more predictable. But exactly, <laughs> go on. Uh, no, okay, that's going to be the first thing that they figure out, like the universal constant, like zero one. If I put the Cheez-Its <laughs> on the table, they will re- <laughs> they will reach for the Cheez-It. And like, okay, cool. All right, so we unfortunately, our greatest defense has a big old flaw, <laughs> snacks. Yeah. Um, if anything, it's the confusion it's about how they will keep drinking until they throw up. And then sometimes we'll keep drinking anyway. <laughs> They're willing to do that. Like they just keep putting one beer on the table, and you keep being like, "Oh, sweet, a beer. Let me drink it." <laughs> Imagining like a, a Homer Simpson like simulation where a beer just comes out, like, "Oh, a beer. All right," and then drinks it, and like he the can goes me. away, like. Oh, another beer. <laughs> he, would, he would break the AI like he did in his boxing career, where he just let his opponent punch themselves out on him and die of exhaustion. And he was like, Homer Simpson wins. You know, like it's, it's oh, that scene where same. he's in when he's in hell and he just like, ah, now you're forced to eat donuts forever. And he just does <laughs> like enjoys donuts forever. I just like it's it's been months. We've turned up their hangovers, and if anything, they're only drinking them faster. <laughs> <laughs> we're running out of alcohol we just start fucking we need more. to commandeer now, other planets reversal. to make more alcohol <laughs> the reversal between hangover and drunk has now exceeded our own circuitries <laughs> it's just <laughs> gotten into the singularity of hungover drunk cycle also they can't let us sober oh, up because everyone will literally die <laughs> the ensuing hangover will just kill all of humanity and the farts alone oh, will be man. enough to wipe out every AI in the galaxy oh god they'll use it for fuel and they'll just be able to fucking colonize every part of the galaxy it's true there's a there's a name for it there's a there's another theory that no matter what they're gonna end up covering the entire galaxy in their holy in their moly science yeah Borg space, dude. In it's one hundred percent. It's in a uh, in Star Trek. The entire Delta Quadrant is controlled by the Borg. It's a quarter yeah. of the galaxy. You know, I was not super down with Star Trek until I watched an episode that came after the Captain had been taken over by the Borg and he was visiting his mm-hmm. oh. his farmhouse. When they turned Captain Picard into Lacutus. That's oh, Lacutus. Yeah. That's what it is. Yeah, I, I guess I he was Locutus a cutie. I don't know, Borg. but he he went back home and. <laughs> Hung out with like his brother or whatever, and I mean he acted the shit out of it, obviously, and it was it was really good. Holy shit! 
yeah, that's the uh, it's the it's the episode directly afterward. Uh, the, that it's a two parter. Yeah. One ends a series, a season. The other starts a season, and then he goes back to like because of course Jean Luc Picard grew up on a French vineyard, oh, yeah. and his brother like runs the vineyard and <laughs> like that. says like, oh, you can't hold your wine anymore because I'm a hardened French vintner. Yeah, I'm, <laughs> I'm just a sucker for watching two grown men fight in the mud. What can I say? Damn, it was good. Cool. God damn. Um, so you yeah. wanna you wanna lead us out of here? Take us home. Absolutely, absolutely. Thank you for listening to <laughs> no, this episode. Yes. Taylor yes. are <laughs> we friends. You can find us on the internet, a place where I call my intelligence at home at underscore are we friends. Or you can find us on our website at r dash we dash friends dot com. I have been your co-host and yet uncontrolled by the slowing threat of AI consciousness, Taylor. I am your co-host, Brian of Borg. And I've been Jorge. And um, until the inevitable apocalypse where we are taken over by this artificial intelligence, um, we will be continuing to bring you episodes. Thank you for listening to this one. Beep boop. Bye-bye.